Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, you and me. And as I've said, we're all aging like gurus because we have this inner guru in us that gives us lots of wisdom if we're willing to listen. My friend uh, Nicole and I are planning a retreat sometime in the next year called Aging Like Nobody's Business. And it's going to be for women in menopause, premenopause, postmenopause. And we're you know, talking about what's it like being women in this process. And since Nicole is part of this, in, in this process, she's, you know, kind of talking with me about what's possible in terms of exploring this with women. And she was a really, um, really fulfilled and successful businesswoman. And, uh, and she still is, she's just shifted fields. And she said, you know, one of the things that's the most difficult about this age in this part of life is letting go of who I used to be, wrapping my, my head around the fact that I'm not that anymore and that I'm becoming something I don't even know. And that's really scary. So it's easy to say, ah, just let go of those ideas and just get on with it. But this is a big deal. We, we have these conversations going on in us all the time, not just, you know, through a coaching session or designing retreats. These, these aspects, these, these conversations are living within us all the time. And we're having those conversations most of the time with ourselves. A client of mine, Carolyn, today, she's 67, and she, she said, Rosie, I want to talk about dying today because I'm actually really, really panicking these days about dying. And I don't know what to do about it. And when she said that, it was kind of like interesting because the, the truth is, is we all die. There's nobody on this planet that doesn't die. And yet we're, we, each of us has this process we go through of imagining that we'll be the ones that don't die or somehow it's not going to happen to us. It's somehow we're special. And I've heard this from other therapists, um, that this is not unusual, that people think they're the ones that aren't going to die. And yet everybody dies. So it's, it was fascinating. I'm you know, always kind of like shocked when people say that. And, you know, I have my own dilemmas around dying. But the, the, the level of panic, the level of anxiety about that process was a big deal for, for her and something that, and that we will be talking about. You know, as a life coach, usually life coaches, the emphasis is on the coaching aspect as opposed to what we do is life coaching, like being thinking partners for people who are in the midst of their life or circumstances or in the midst of a dilemma, and they just need to hear what their thoughts are in a way that makes sense for them so that they can then choose to let go if they want to for something else. So um, for instance, I mean, the analogy of a trapeze is really, to me, one that I go to a lot about, you know, getting on a trapeze and swinging and then at some point letting go. But you, you have to know what you're letting go for what. And that's the that's a dilemma. When uh, Carolyn's talking about dying she's letting go of relationships with everybody she's letting go she's like 
I'm thinking that maybe, you know, people might be pissed off with me and they'll come clean with that. Or I'm thinking I'm going to let people down or I'm thinking they'll be hurt by my leaving and they'll have stuff to work through. And all of that's true. And how she or any of us deal with those thoughts, they're occurring all the time until we're we resolve them or we until we let go of them for something else. So when she when Carolyn said, "Hey, I want to talk about the fact that I am really scared of dying." And I said, "So what do you want?" which is always my first question in in a coaching session, "What do you want?" Because it's when she says, "I'm scared of dying," it doesn't tell me what she wants. It just tells me this is her state of being. And so when I can say, hey, what, what is it you want? She can say, I want to be in peace about this. I want the anxiety to go away. I want to be able to be in serenity around this process of dying. It's like, okay, great. We can have that conversation. And it's not just a matter of saying, just let go, to stop, stop thinking that way, because that's not how we usually operate. Humans are really intelligent. We're really intelligent beings. We have such brilliance. The ways that we've learned to cope and um, deal with just horrendous circumstances, the brilliance and the tenacity is phenomenal that each and every one of us has. At the same time, we generally don't listen to that wisdom, that inner guru. We don't listen to our intelligence. We listen to our beliefs. We listen to what other people say that isn't necessarily true. And I sometimes talk about the difference between being absolute truth versus relative truth. What's true for a certain group of people or true for um, a culture or race or religion or whatever that is, but what's absolutely true for everyone? For instance, we all die. So with, with this situation of the inevitability of death, what needs to be let go of? What does... Carolyn have to let go of so she can be at peace about this. And um, it's, it's, you know, part of it is what Nicole was saying in terms of wrapping our heads around what's this life going to be like without me in it? What's the reality of this life with me gone? What's my reality outside this reality of planet Earth? So those questions uh, haunt us all the time. And and people can say, well, they don't really haunt me, but they either do to to a degree, I don't need to be right about this, but generally I everyone I talk to will come clean at some point about the degree that they question life and death. And for the moment that the person is sort of present to my wand waving, they let go of the thoughts that they were just having and come into a place where they're at peace, that they're they're without those thoughts that have been agonizing to them. And that ability to shift from agonizing thoughts to no thought, uh, that place of peace and serenity uh, is magical. And it can happen in a heartbeat. And we all have the capacity to do it. (laughs) You don't need a fairy godmother to wave her a wand. We all have that capacity to stop the thoughts that are creating suffering for us, create angst and anxiousness and despair. We have the capacity to stop those thoughts immediately. And it takes training and it takes um, some courage to think 
in a sense, our, our, our consensus reality has trained us to be afraid and to uh, be afraid to talk about what's really true for us um, because that might mean that we're crazy or we're different or we're unique in a way that it would not be uh, appropriate, we'll say. And yet every single person I know has these thoughts about what's what's it like to be them and and how their thoughts are in a sense unique to them and yet as because we all exist as human beings we all have uh, very similar um, ideations and beliefs and the way that we live in our beliefs and again the elements of our intelligence to look beyond our beliefs <laughs> train ourselves not to believe to to listen to our beliefs so much or to the thoughts that go through our mind well it's because i thought that that i acted it's as opposed to saying what's the truth for you? What's your intelligent self say? What's your wisdom, your inner guru say? And it's different. And it's if we ask why you don't listen to that person, why you don't choose to act uh, from that perspective, I get a bunch of different answers. Uh, and they're all worthwhile. They all make sense given the, the uniqueness of this individual going through this human experience. So coming back to the idea of letting go, it's really um, a matter of letting go of something that you don't want anymore, that doesn't work anymore. And the only way you can do that is to know what you do want. And you want it enough that you're willing to disentangle yourself from those thoughts that keep you entrenched in the not letting go part. So looking to potentially shift your paradigm, shift your context, shift the way that you see the reality. That's, it's, it just takes some curiosity and it takes some expansion of, well, what's really true and how can this look different for me? And so I can make choices from a place of freedom as opposed to a choice of uh, making choices from constrained fear. Well, I think that's pretty much it for today. It's a lot. It's a big, heavy subject. And uh, so I look forward to talking to you again. Bye for now.